Hey gang, Melissa Hanalt here with the Burnout to All Out podcast. I'm a mom of three corporate burnout that built a secondary six-figure income around my nine-to-five with little kids. This set me free and allowed me to fire my boss and pursue my wildest dreams. It took grit, persistence, and belief. But now, operating multiple six-figure businesses as an online entrepreneur and business coach, I have become a serial entrepreneur with a passion to inspire more burnouts to take the leap and go all out and live out their dreams. Each week, I'll bring you inspiring all-out guests, lifestyle business tips, and tools to empower you to take the leap from burnout employee to all-out entrepreneur, making your passion your paycheck. If this mom of three corporate burnout can go all out, so can you. Oh my goodness. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. I was spinning fire today for the naysayers. Some of you who follow me on media know that I was cyber bullied on LinkedIn by a naysayer who just didn't believe in what I stand for, didn't believe for what I do. And for those of you that have experienced naysayers who have bullied you or given you tremendous pushback in your dream, they just don't understand the industry that you've fallen in love with. I think you're going to find this podcast to be extremely inspiring and you'll have your running shoes on with fire when you're done with it. Good morning, guys. Oh my gosh. Doing these podcast recordings on Fridays, it's like dessert for me. It's like such a passion and it's just so much fun. So I don't usually stream. You guys, some of you don't even know, I'm, I'm actually officially, my podcast is coming out on Monday and would love your support when it comes out. You'll, I'll be loud and proud about it. But right now I'm actually recording one of the episodes that will be dropped in the podcast in the future. But I love going live with my content while I'm talking so that you guys can get real-time insights that are going to be dropped in the podcast later. Non-traditionally, I'm actually blasting this one through a couple of feeds. I usually only do it through my Burnout to All Out new Facebook page for entrepreneurs who are looking to go from burnout to all out living their life of their dreams. But this particular topic really hit home and I thought, you know, if I'm going to do a podcast topic on this, if I'm going to speak to this topic, I actually want to own it with 100% confidence and make a stand for the industry that I have fallen in love with and go absolutely public across all platforms. I would stream live on LinkedIn right now if I can, but I don't have that functionality. So non-traditionally, some of you are seeing me pop through a couple of different feeds on Facebook because I'm hoping to educate some of you. Some of you may or may not know, but this past weekend, I was actually cyber bullied. Yes, I was cyber bullied as if being hacked earlier this year wasn't enough. I had this troll come into my inbox, requesting to connect with me and then diving into my inbox and just ripping into me what a horrible person I was, you know, casting a vision of living a life of your dreams and having a flexible life where, you know, I had money coming in, but lots of time to be happy and free and basically was telling me it was a bunch of bullshit. And he actually used the word snake oil. He's like, I'm selling snake oil and making empty promises. I don't tend to give negative attention or negative energy, any attention at all, at all. But I felt like with this scenario, it was an opportunity to actually take his 
perception and, you know, his thoughts and actually broadcast and have a really broad discussion about the industry I'm in to create more education around the industry that I'm in, because I think there is a negative connotation for a number of reasons that I actually want to address head on right now, live with my community. And some of you that are watching may be naysayers that have known me forever. And I welcome you to jump into the chat box as I really get into some content that I'm going to talk about. The bottom line is today, I really want to talk about the industry I've fallen in love with and address where this negative connotation, where this negative perception comes from. It turns out this particular troll he had been promised the world and a get rich quick scheme and had been asked to invest a ton of money and ended up not being successful. And from there, he has been clearly very upset and trolling and putting his anger out to everyone, right? And so I'm going to jump in and I want to address head on some of the common comments that I get and obstacles or pushbacks that I get from the industry I've fallen in love with, which is, by the way, social selling. I became a top income earner in network marketing for Isogenics in less than two years while working full time in corporate America. I was able to match my corporate income, pay off my college loans and leave corporate America to now operate multiple businesses from home, making triple the income I ever made working for the big man. First of all, if I speak with confidence and I speak from it with excitement, it's because I know it's possible. I'm living it. And if that bothers you or you don't believe that or you think that I'm being rude or flagrant or whatever the word is, too proud, then take me out of your feed, right? And that was kind of my posture with this guy who was being rude to me. It's like, I'm not, I'm not telling lies. I am living a life by my design. And I'm actually extremely passionate about teaching others that they can do the same. Because you see, I used to be that negative person with a glass half empty, miserable, miserable in my corporate job, thinking I was going to have to trade my time for money for the rest of my life, working 40 to 80 hours a week, some weeks, getting paid for my work for the next 40 years and then retire with 40% pay for the, for the rest of my life, right? And I was that person. I was that person. Now, living on the other side, having multiple streams of income, working from home, flexibly around my fitness, my health, my children, my hobbies, running a podcast because I'm passionate about it and it's fun, I realize now that there are other ways to build an income stream that don't depend on corporate America. And I am here with unapologetically, unapologetically, with confidence and swagger, yeah, with swagger, that you can do this too. You can do this too. And I want to inspire people. But here's the thing, and I want to get into this. I'm not making empty, empty promises. I am very clear that I worked my ass off in that year and a half to two years when I was in corporate America. Those of you who know me, you saw me hustle. I didn't saunter in and out for an hour here and there like a hobby and create a six-figure income. No, sir. No, 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 no. I work hard and I am very clear with the people that I bring into my organization that, hey, this doesn't happen overnight. 
B, you're going to have to work. You're going to have to work at it, right? If you want to be set free financially, making six and seven figures in this industry is no different than any other industry. Work ethic has to happen. The difference, the difference is that you build it once. Work really hard, no doubt, work hard for three to five years to build out an income producing asset that pays you for life. Because here's the deal. Here's the deal. We have to work anyway, right? We're going to have to, most of us work hard anyway. I'm always on the hunt for the hustler who's working hard, right? But why not redirect that energy and effort and hustle and work hard for three to five years versus through retirement at 55 or 60, right? Build an income producing asset that sets you free for life that pays you on the replay every single week. And I'm going to get into that. We're going to talk about it. There's a huge misperception in this industry around the recurring revenue and profit share, right? I had my head in a hole. I judged it. I thought it was too good to be true. People spoke of rainbows and unicorns till I got into the thick of it. And I truly understood the power of geometric progression, the power of the compound effect, the power of leverage, building an asset with other people. Okay, am I a little fired up? I'm a little fired up. So here we go. And and by the way, full disclaimer, what I do is not for everyone. And I am a-okay with that. What I do is not for everyone, okay? But I'm airing, going live right now on a podcast that is targeted to people who want to go from burnout to all out. And I am just from the heart broadcasting this to multiple platforms today because I feel it is my God-given right (laughs) to educate people about this. Okay, number one, it's a pyramid scheme. Only the people at the top make the money. Only the people who came in first make the money. Can we talk about that? Can we talk about pyramids for just a second? Okay, can we, let's just, let's use corporate America, okay? I was a director in corporate America. I was in management for years, okay? Every year when we did restructures or we were doing comp plans, guess what the structure looked like at HR? It was, you guessed it, a pyramid. Who was at the top? The president. Who had the most time off? The president. Who got paid the most? The president, right? The VPs always made more money than the directors. It was a stratified pay scale, no matter how hard I ever, ever worked as a director, I would never make more money than a VP. My employees who reported to me, they were on a pay grade too. They had less vacation. They had less perks. They didn't have a pension plan. They didn't have stock options. They didn't have the perks. And here's the thing. They may have worked more hours than me, put in more work, contributed significantly to the growth and the sales of the business. But guess what? They got paid less, always, always. There wasn't even an option for them to make more money than me, right? Guys, that is a pyramid. If you're in corporate, you're living in it, right? When I think about the industry I'm in right now, right? It is a math equation based on volume. No matter when you come into the organization, no matter when, the the math equation is the same. You can come in today, yesterday or tomorrow and have the absolute same opportunity from a math equation to create unsurpassed, uncapped income. And I have, and I am. And the women who brought me in, they are too, right? I'm going off on a tangent on the people who come in first and then I wanna come back 
to more examples of pyramids in the everyday. It's called the federal government. We'll get to that one in just a minute, okay? But I wanna go to timing. You know, that's another thing I hear. And I think this is a historical thing from older network marketing, multi-level marketing companies where they say, oh, that's one of those things where only the people at the top make all the money and everybody underneath them does all the work, right? Can we talk about that? Because actually I only came into our company about five years ago. Our company's 18 and a half, 19 years old. And the woman who introduced me to these products was a millionaire with the company before the woman who introduced her to the products and before the woman who introduced her to the products. As a matter of fact, the woman who introduced me to the products became a millionaire first with the company. Then the person who introduced her became a millionaire. And then a couple months later, the first one into the company amongst all of us hit millionaire status, okay? So just with my N of one and in the industry and company I am in, I am living, living the experience of making money within a year and a half of being in, hitting six figures in a year and a half of being in with a company that's nearly 20 years old. So I wasn't the first to market. I'm seeing women crush it all the way up my upline. It's not just one hit wonders, right? It's people who are doing the work. They're doing the work, okay? So is it the people who came in first that are making the money? No, it's not. And if I'm confident about it with swagger, it's because I'm living it, right? So if I if I feel like I'm being vocal about it, I'm trying to shake my professional network and say, you have your head in a hole. I did too. I did too, right? The industry has changed. E-commerce has changed, right? Online social selling has changed. Word of mouth business has changed. Compensation models have changed. There's a thing called supercomputers now that can calculate compensations on like the, the second, no matter when people come in. We don't need antiquated comp models anymore, right? Okay. Ugh. Okay. Let's go to the federal government. Let's go back to pyramids. Let's have this conversation, right? I know I'm preaching to the choir. Some of you may want to save this to share with a friend, right? But let's go to the federal government. Talk about people coming in first, getting all the perks. Oh, my Lanta. Guys, I'm a pharmacist. My friends who work at the VA are just demotivated by the pay scale, knowing there's people that they work with who for the only reason, the only reason they make more money is because they've been there longer and they get they get more money and more vacation. Many of my friends who work in the VA as, as pharmacists, if you catch this podcast, I'd love for you to come back and comment on this. If you work in the VA and you have someone you work with that you know does half the work you do, underperforms, and because they've been working for the federal government longer than you, they get the preferred days off, they get higher pay, they get, let's see, preferred vacation time, higher pay, and that and additional time off. Yeah, right? Guys, that's a pyramid. That's not even based on performance, right? It's not based on anything but how long you have been there, right? Let's talk about the perks of being in a corporation or being in a small business. My husband is not in corporate. He's in a small business. Guess what? Those guys at the top, guess who gets the biggest profit shares? Guess who gets the biggest stocks? The guys at the top. Do you think the guys down at the bottom, even if they've been a part of creating a massive sale that year, millions and millions in sales, do you think those guys on the ground are getting the cream of the crop bonuses and stock options? Absolutely not. What world 
is my professional network living in that they think that where they're operating is any, it's actually is the pyramid. I want to say any different. It's actually, they point their fingers at my industry and say it's a pyramid. And I laugh because I am operating in a flat structure with unlimited pay directly correlated to my work ethics and effort while they're living in a corporate pyramid structure or a federal government pyramid structure or a small business pyramid structure, right? Where the income is capped. The income is capped. Okay, man, talk about profit share. I came from corporate America where as a director, I was told we're gonna grant you some profit share, but here's the deal. We know you contributed significantly this year to the sales of the organization. So we're gonna grant you some profit, profit share, but oh, there's a catch. You can't have it for three years. It's There's this little term called vesting, right? Vesting. You can't, here's the little carrot. We know you earned it, but you can't have it yet. You have to stay with us for three years or we're gonna keep it, right? All right, chances are, if you're listening to my podcast today, you are a social seller of some aspect. You're in business, you're online somehow. Do you wanna find more business builders in less time to 10X your business without playing the daily Instagram and Facebook game? Are you tired of being on the hunt daily for new customers of your product to then try to bait and switch them? You know what I'm talking about. To be interested in building a business with you. I have been there. The biggest mistake I see that slows down the expansion and stability of a social seller's business is if they spend way too much time recruiting on media for consumption of their company's products and way too little time in direct conversations with like-minded professionals that would love to actually hear about the business opportunity at hand. I then see so many painstakingly trying to drag customers through the sand to catch the vision of a business model that the consumer has no interest in, wasting time and getting burnt out. Can you relate? If you know my story, you know I've been there and since cracked the code and now drive a highly profitable social selling business 100% off of LinkedIn. Imagine finding with ease customers highly motivated for what services you have to offer to grow them, their business, or to become a business partner with you. That's what you will hear from my students who've gone through my previous LinkedIn method trainings. You don't have to look far. I am so excited for the birth of my brand new academy that has been built out based off of the success and the feedback of my previous students who graduated from my programs. So introducing to you the LinkedIn Method Academy. In this six-month academy, you will learn to become a business recruiting master on LinkedIn to 10X your business, transform how you brand yourself as the business owner that you are, and master attraction marketing that results in prospects begging to get into your calendar to learn more about what you have to offer. The LinkedIn Method Academy is a first of its kind. It's an ick free social sellers recruiting method dream. We take away all the spammy tactics that you've been taught on Insta and Facebook. And I teach you how to position yourself as the professional business owner that you are. I teach you how to professionally build your business brand, create an ideal network and pipeline generation that creates massive momentum and a funnel of weekly calls with viable, motivated humans who are eager to learn more about what you have to offer. It's high touch coaching, on-demand learning vault that's uniquely customized to meet you exactly where you are on your LinkedIn journey, 
And we have a dynamic Facebook community with ongoing live training, performance labs and workshops, and hot seat coaching to support your six-month journey to owning LinkedIn. You also get assigned a personal concierge who will stay with you through the entire program to support you and hold you accountable. Did I mention that there'll also be polished top selling social sellers who went before you and are now mentors to share best practices and give feedback in the academy? Guys, this is unprecedented and peerless. There's nothing else out there like this. Think immersion in a community that is the utmost professional and results driven that will help raise your own bar of performance along the way. Do I have your curiosity? Come check out our free five-day LinkedIn method workshop streaming live on our Facebook page, Burnt Out to All Out. Starting October 19th, we'll be kicking off a five-day workshop completely free with tips and tricks. Now, if you're just eager to get started and enroll today, you don't want to wait, go to our academy. Go to www.livethefreelife.co, www.livethefreelife.co. Enroll by October 25th and save 20% as an early bird. Now there's limited seats. I'm doing that on purpose. I want to keep it high vibe and high touch. All right. So what are you doing in these final months of 2020 to create your trajectory for 2021? If you're looking to 10 extra lead generation for business in 2021 through a step-by-step process of proven methods, condensing time and driving results, you found the right home. I hope to see you in the Academy. Guys, the company I'm in and social selling, I get my profit share check every Monday. They're not holding it over my head for three years. I earned it. They're giving it to me. Right? Okay. Okay. I'm a little uh, fired up right now. So a couple other things. Failure rates. This was another big one. I'd love to hear from you guys. People saying, oh, I've seen the failure rates, Melissa. I've looked it up. Can we talk about that? I want to talk about a couple of things here. Have you looked at the failure rates of a small business in the United States, right? That's my rebuttal. Because when you start a business in network marketing, in social selling, it is a small business that you own and operate. It is on you to grow it. It is on you to scale it, right? When you look at the numbers, 70% of small businesses, 70% fail in the first 10 years, 70%. So, you know, this troll that was attacking me this past week about the statistics of success rates, you know, my rebuttal is it's no different than any other business. And there's a number of reasons why people are successful and they're not. Right. But let's talk about it. Let's talk about why people end up not successful in network marketing. There's a couple of reasons. Number one, my own personal opinion is that it's extremely low buy in with extremely low risk. Right. When you invest in something and have little skin in the game, unless you are an extremely motivated human being with ridiculous work ethic, like me and many of the people I work with and coach, you're going to fail. You know why? Because you're trading it like a hobby, right? There's so many people who come into this industry and are like, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to build this business and I'm going to make six figures this year. But they have little skin in the game and day after day, week after week, they come up with excuses to not learn the business, to not show up and grow their business, to not put forth the effort in the business because there's no risk. There's no risk versus these people who invest in small businesses. They take out massive loans. They put liens on their homes. There's literally a burning bridge behind them 
to be successful. Most people come into network marketing as a hobby and as maybe I can do this, maybe I can't. For those of us who understand and study the compensation model and realize it can be residualized and create an asset and a legacy for life, we get to work. But here's the thing. We get to work like the six and seven figure income opportunity that it is. It's not a I'm in and I'm out. It's not a waffling in and out. It's not there's an excuse today that I can't work on it, right? It is a I will go through a brick wall to make this happen because I see that if I work it hard for three to five years, it will be an income producing asset for me for life, right? But most people don't treat it that way. So that's the number one reason I see failure in this industry beyond just the standard failure rates of small business is that people don't have the skin in the game. Don't blame the company. Don't blame the compensation model. Look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, did I come into this treating it like a hobby and expecting to get rich quick? And that's a whole nother conversation we'll talk about at the end. Did some bad network marketer promise you money tomorrow on a yacht, right? And you had this perception that I was not going to have to do a lot of work and I was going to make a lot of money, right? And so that is, that's poor network marketing, right? We're telling people lies. Stop doing that. If you're in network marketing and you're making people think that this is super easy and you're going to make a bazillion dollars tomorrow, guess what you're going to get? Guess what you're going to get in your organization? People with zero work ethic that want to make money tomorrow, right? But if we can be transparent and say, I worked my ass off. I had a corporate job that I worked probably 50 plus hours a week on. And I would get up at 4 a.m. and make time for this business. I would stay up late and I would make time for this business around my nine to five because I knew that I knew that I knew what it was going to afford my family when I got to the other side. Be honest with people. You know what? Do you know who I bring in now? People with ridiculous work ethic. They come in knowing they're going to have to be consistent. They're gonna, you have to work hard anyway. Most of us work hard anyway. Why not work towards something that's going to create an asset for the rest of your life, Right. Ah, okay. That's like number two. The other thing I want to talk about, again, kind of goes back to leadership. So some people may not be as successful in network marketing if they stumble into a business and they don't have a lot of strong leadership process and tools in place to help them grow. Now that, you know, is only a pass for so long. If you want it bad enough and you want it enough, you know, don't blame it on the people that introduced you to the business. Just go learn it, right? Go learn it and figure it out. Because hundreds of thousands have gone before you with no support and they figured it out, right? Totally figured it out. All right. Those are my two cents on failure rates. So then let's jump into the misunderstanding of what residualized income actually is. Because I know when I was in corporate America, I honestly, and I had a doctorate, right? And I didn't really under, all I knew about residual income was that it was like a one hit wonder thing where you like produce a movie or you produce a book or you produce a song and then you can get paid over and over and over and over again. I didn't think that there was an industry or a space where you could actually create recurring revenue over and over and over again outside of what I historically thought of as this one hit wonders or even investors and in real estate, right? But here's the thing, you know, the industry of network marketing is no different than that music or the book or the investors or the real estate. The idea is, and I had to learn about this. I had to learn about it. The idea is that you build an infrastructure of your company 
with a product that you love, that others consume, that's results oriented, and over time through word of mouth, which is the best way to spread word of a good product. We'll talk about that in a minute. What happens is you grow a network of mass consumption of a product and in the business model, you get a profit share where the company, and I love this, the company takes the middleman out. They know in today's market, some of the most top, most results-oriented products are pushed through, through word of mouth, through social selling. Why is that? Because this day and age, we trust people we know more than we trust a stranger in an ad. If you see your neighbor lose 15 pounds and become a different person, unless there's crack in it, you're probably going to purchase it from them, right? Like, <laughs> because you you trust them. You know them, right? You see some spammy ad on TV, then you're not as vested or interested. There's no credibility to actually purchase. But if you are a part of a company and you're in a business where you have a product that's results oriented, it's consumable and people can see the results, right? It is, there is no better way for a product to get to market. Guys, think, think about Facebook. Has anybody thought about Facebook that I'm on right now? Zero ads. They marketed 100%. How did they market? They didn't. It was through word of mouth of consumers of the product that loved it, that loved it. And they went and told all their friends, right? Now, let's take that a step further. Imagine, imagine a business model where when you refer people to the product, when you refer people to the consumption of the product, the company, just like any other place, your gym, your hairstylist, They'll give you a referral bonus, even to this day with contractors that I use. They'll give me a referral bonus if I send them a new client, right? Now, imagine if instead they actually give you a recurring revenue based off of that future client's purchase every time they purchased, right? Now, if you have a product that's consumable that people are going to reorder, think about the residual on that when you participate in profit share, right? This, guys... This concept did not make sense to me when I was in corporate America. Even with a doctorate in pharmacy, I did not understand residualized income. Now I get it and I'll never get out of it, right? I'm totally unemployable, right? Totally unemployable. So some of you that are listening right now, if you're just looking for a secondary income stream, it doesn't have to be a million dollars a year. If you've got a product that you love, that's through a network marketing company in the midst of COVID right now and you're consuming it anyway, gosh, if I were you, I would reach out to that person that introduced you to those products and say, hey, how can I partner with you to get the word out on this product that I love and profit share with you? Because who doesn't need a secondary income stream right now? Who doesn't need a plan B right now? Who doesn't need a little bit of residual income right now, right? Okay, so... Incredible misunderstanding, I believe, in the whole compensation model of residualized income. And why is it that being an investor doesn't have a negative connotation or being a real estate agent or being so not an agent, but in a, someone who flips houses, right, that's creating this recurring income for themselves and Airbnbs, right, 
consumers are coming in and renting and giving you money over and over and over again. Why? Because they're using something that you you invested in, right? That you did the business on, that you worked hard on. People can come use that that end product, the Airbnb, right? So the next thing I want to jump into before I kind of wrap up, and I, I really kind of hit on this, but it's the good products, right? Like um, when you look at some of the best products on the market right now, I think about, you know, the skincare lines that are out there. They're all through word of mouth network marketing, like top, top skincare lines, house cleaning products, wines. I think, I mean, many of you watching this right now can probably list off the top of your head some of your favorite products, shampoo, conditioner, right? That are distributed through a word of mouth business that you've purchased from someone because you've seen their results and you want those results, right? Business doesn't travel any faster with a, but here's the key with a product that works with a product that's high value, right? Who's going to reorder a crappy product, right? How would a product manifest and grow organically in a network if it wasn't amazing, right? Think about it. Think about it. And it's a brilliant business model for the industry because they totally cut the middleman out. There's no bricks and mortar, electricity, people inside a building and inventory that has to be pushed through. They literally can strip all those costs away, put you into an e-commerce space where literally you're introducing people to a product, virtually setting up a wholesale account for them like Amazon and they reorder monthly, right? Totally takes the middleman out probably better for the environment altogether. Maybe not for the economy since you're pulling out employees, but it's better for the environment, right? Okay. Last thing I want to land on as I'm like so fired up this morning after my Peloton ride and my cup of coffee and my hot yoga. Yes, I did hot yoga this morning. I've done a 45 minute Peloton ride and I'm now crushing this podcast because guess what? I built a life that I enjoy because I believed I deserved it and I believed it was possible. And then I went for it, right? And I think that making those statements can sometimes make some people feel uncomfortable, right? But I'm not backing down or dimming my light to make others feel better about themselves. I'm done with that. I'm done with that. And this isn't being flagrant boasting and bragging. I'm, I'm just confident. I'm confident and that is okay. And I'm confident that many of you are crushing it that are watching this right now. I'd love to hear in the feed over here, those of you who are in network marketing that are loving it, that have a secondary income stream, that it's changing your life, that it's changing your financial future, that it's already changed your financial future, right? Unapologetically, because I think that my confidence and competence is going to help raise the bar and educate my network. Okay. So here, but here's, here's where I want to land, right? Where I think that we get a bad rap is that whole, like casting this vision to people, like I said, in kind of earlier in my, my talk of getting rich quick and not having to do the work. If you are one of those people, stop. You're ruining it for all of us. You're ruining it for all of us, right? Be honest. It takes work. I don't know a business where it doesn't take work and grit and persistence to create six and seven figures, especially residually for the rest of your life. It's not easy. If it was, the numbers would be higher, right? The numbers of success would be higher. But here's the thing. 
It's actually very simple and it takes consistent effort, consistent effort to create that passive income on the back end. The problem is most people aren't willing to commit long-term to something that's so low risk in the first place. The perception of value is so little that people jump in and make it a hobby or someone has coached them that they're not going to have to do a lot of work to make a lot of money. And then two or three months later, they walk away and badmouth the industry because somebody told them it was going to be easy. It's simple, but it's not easy. It changes your life forever. But it's not necessarily easy, right? Okay, that is it, guys. That is it. I just wanted to pop in. If you felt like this segment would provide value for someone that you can think of, then the podcast will drop actually in a couple of weeks. But you can always invite them to join the Burnout to All Out Facebook page. Invite them in there and you can tag them on this because I'm going live in there every single week. You can go find this live and tag them there. So with that, I'm going to wrap up. And again, if you catch this on the replay, go into the comments, let us know, you know, why you're passionate about this industry, what it's done for you, what it's doing for others. Let's lead as the professionals that we are, the professionals that we are, set the standard and inspire people and educate them. And let's have confidence with confidence, with no apologies, just compassion and confidence that if you're interested, we could potentially change your life. If you're not interested, that is A-okay, right? All right, guys, hope you're fired up and I will hope you have an amazing week. Thanks for listening to the Burnout to All Out podcast. For free resources, materials, or information on my coaching services, go ahead over to livethefreelife.co. That's livethefreelife.co. Dot co, or check out our Facebook community at Burnout to All Out and make sure you follow Burnout to All Out on Spotify and subscribe to iTunes. And it would truly mean the world to me if you paused for just a second, gave me that five-star review of the show, and be sure to share this episode with any burnouts you think would be inspired to go all out after hearing this episode.